Uh, know him as Super Mario. Yeah. And uh, if you guys don't, if you guys don't know, he actually is Super Mario. That's where that came from. He came first. They heard about him, and they thought he is so super. We've got to make a superhero out of him. And it's a privilege to have him here today. Mario and I um, hooked up over 15 years ago, and was the network of churches down in Mexico, North Mexico, Central, South. We come, they come together a couple times a year, and we go down there, and we've been traveling all over the countryside of Mexico together, going to church after church after church, and encouraging pastors. And uh, I, I personally don't know a church planter, nor a person who is more dedicated, more sacrificial. I mean, he wears me out. You can ask him. The, the American, I, I just get worn out. I'm like, you go to the next church. I'm not going. I've done that. Just stay at the motel, and he just goes. He just he runs so fast and so hard for Jesus. It is amazing. And this one phrase he has said ever since I've known him. We'll be driving down some countryside road in Mexico, and he'll just be talking. You know, he just ignores I'm even in the car. And he says, for you, Senor, for you. What are you, Senor, for you? What are you, Senor, for you? I thought he was talking about me at first. And I thought, wait a minute, he's not talking to me. And I realized he's talking to Jesus, and he really means it. Every mile he drives, every sermon he preaches, every person he cares for, he's doing it for Jesus. He is deeply in love with Jesus. They have a rocking church right across the border in Tijuana. Uh, he is the model church for all the other churches that we pastor together in Mexico. It is a privilege to have him in the house and his beautiful wife, Esther. Esther, will you stand and let everybody greet Esther and, and his son and his daughter-in-law here and Pedro and Betsy are here. Mario Hernandez, let's go. Welcome, Mario. Children and youth. Go! Mario, welcome. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to take his spot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, my son, Pastor Peter, is here. And uh, uh, when Pastor John told me about, about coming over, I'm like, I don't know, man. I, my, my English is, is not as good as I wanted it to be. But, uh, but you know what I said? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Amen? Uh, tell your neighbor, Touch three people and tell them, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't know what, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> Amen. Um, Pastor John was right. Um, uh, We've been all over the place in Mexico. Uh, we travel miles and miles, hundreds of miles driving. And uh, he's a tough cookie, amen. He now eats chile relleno, uh, spicy chile relleno, amen. He loves it. Uh, when, when the last time I traveled by myself, I was coming back sick, and 
I was at the airport in Tijuana, and I said, God, this is not fun anymore. And I felt the presence of God over me and told me, do you think that I did it for fun? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, 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 never mind. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Um, so uh, a year, one year after that, Pastor John started traveling with me. Uh, we revitalized, we gave life to these churches. Uh, the churches, as a report, I'm saying this, uh, uh, the churches are growing, are growing, are growing. When we first started, there were like, uh, like around 40 churches. Now there's more than 50 churches, amen, amen, that are growing thanks to uh, Pastor John and, 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 and your prayers. So we are working, and we're working for God, and God is doing His thing, amen. Uh, as I was... As, as I was um, watching, uh, reading, and singing with you guys, worshiping, uh, as, a, as a preacher, um, you always want confirmation of what, uh, of what you're going to say. If you're going to say something, I don't know how you work. Uh, uh, some people said, uh, I want confirmation if my wife, if, if, if my wife uh, give me a kiss on the left cheek. It's going to be okay. Or if she pinched me on the right side of the ribs, it's going to be okay. So you always want confirmation, right? Right? Or, or Yeah, yeah, okay. So I was, when I was coming, I said, God, I, I, I've been thinking and, and, and having all these different thoughts. And then when I, when I uh, walk in and you guys started singing, uh, you guys started singing, I'm like, yes. We got to follow Jesus. Amen. And so the title of the uh, message today is Following Your Calling. Uh, uh, touch three people and tell them you got to follow your calling. Uh, touch him, touch him, touch him. I don't know if you guys are used to this thing. I, I, I want to warn you. I want to warn you. I'm a little bit spicy. I don't know. I don't know if you like the stuff. I, 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 I saw some earplugs over there. I'm, I, I don't know if you really use them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, uh, but I tell you what, I'm noisy because I'm excited about what God has done in my life. Uh, are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited about what Jesus can do? Amen. I mean, we live in a in a, in a crazy world. This is a crazy world. I'm afraid of my grandkids. My son is here with, with the ladies. I got eight grandkids. Amen. Woo! I love them. I love them. I, uh, my wife go gets the ice cream cookies and we feed them and then we send them back home. Ah! Come on! <laughs> and they are like... <laughs> Grandpa, grandpa, you know, uh, uh, so, so, so life is so good with God. God is, God is a wonderful God. Amen. Um, so, uh, I was, I was, I was thinking about, uh, what should I say? What should I preach? I had three different things and, and then, uh, I, I was a little bit 
afraid. Have you ever been afraid? Have you ever been afraid? Have you ever been like, I don't know. I, I, I was afraid of, of not fitting in. Have you ever been afraid of not fitting in? Um, amen. In school, especially in school, in life, at work. And so I was, I was thinking about it, and I, I received several uh, devotionals every morning. How many, how many of you received several devotionals and read them and think about them? And, and then this one, this one has my name on it. This one says, Mario. Really? <laughs> really? This is Mario. You may not have expected it. You may not have seen it coming. You may not have even feel it coming. But God is calling you, calling you into your destiny. And it's bigger greater and more wonderful that you can even imagine give give God a I was I'm like wow that's what I needed because God gives you every time what you need amen I I know you guys I know you guys pray but I want to do a little pray before we start what do you think yes or we don't or, or we don't pray anymore <laughs> no we do we do we do so so let's 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 pray a little bit but a powerful pray thank you jesus thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you for for sending us to do something uh, as as needed as preaching the the gospel thank you for sending us with your power to heal the sick. Thank you for sending us to preach this gospel that is needed all over the world, especially now in America. We thank you because you are a good God. You are a good father. Thank you, Jesus, for the sacrifice in the cross. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for living in us. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 It has to be a little bit difficult for the Holy Spirit to live in somebody. I don't know you. I don't know you. But it has to be very difficult. Uh, this is not a message, okay? This is in between, okay? <laughs> uh, it has to be difficult to be in somebody's mind. When my wife and I, we, uh, we, we counsel, we advise uh, couples uh, with a lot of problems, of course, uh, you guys don't have problems here. This happens only in Mexico. <laughs> and, and so one of the first things that we advise these guys, this, this couple is, will you marry someone like you? <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Think about it. This is crazy. Because a lot of people, when we go to counseling, it's like, it's his fault. And he goes, no, it's her fault. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's like, this is crazy. It has to be somebody's fault. Would you marry someone like you? Okay, this is too serious. Okay, let's change the subject. <laughs> let's, let's change the subject. I mean, everybody... Okay, let's, let's go into the message, because I got only 20 minutes, amen? 
Pastor just says, yeah, you got 20 minutes. I said, I thought you said 45. No, 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 for you 20, you Mexican. Uh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't say that. 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 <laughs> Under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, I don't know how many of you, how many of you have have a call to serve Jesus. How many of you? How many of you really want to be called? How many of you really want to be called? It's like, man, I I, I want to do something for Him. He has done so so much for me. I want to do something. I want to do something. Tell your neighbor, take, uh, touch three people and tell him, I want to do something for Him. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him as as if you're excited about it. I want to do something. Oh, it reminds me of the song of Matthew West when. He say, God, everything is going around like crazy around the world. Why don't you do something? Have you heard the song? And then he goes, yeah, I did something. I sent you. I sent you. It touched your neighbor telling me, God sent you. So you may not gather in place. You may not have expected. You may not have seen it coming. You may not have even feel it coming, but tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, you have a big butt. Uh, no, 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 wait, 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 we, <laughs> no, 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 don't say that, don't say that, sorry, 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 because we have excuses. I'm talking about excuses. A lot of people have a lot of excuses. A lot of buts. Why don't you preach the gospel? Uh, that's because... Ah. Okay, okay. Some people have little excuses, little buts, and some people have big buts. Get it? Get it? Uh, uh. I mean, excuses come in different forms and different ways. Excuses. When when God came to Moses, Moses says, "I I I I have this that 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 I have this pa 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 problem. I have this problem, and we all have problems in life, don't we? Or just me?" We all have problems. We can all we can all have different excuses for not telling somebody about Jesus. We all can say, Ah, oh, I don't have time. I don't know. I don't know of you. I don't know of you. But I wish I can have thirty hours a day. So I can sleep at least eight. Yes, yes. It's like I sleep like like four hours, five hours a day. I mean, thank God for coffee. Oh, thank God for Starbucks too. Oh, God. We all have excuses. Excuses come in different colors and different flavors. Some of us have handicaps. Physical handicaps. I had on Wednesday, I had this guy coming from, his name is John Roberts. He's in a wheelchair. 
he's in a wheelchair. He came over and he says, Mara, I want to preach at your church uh, today. But I had another guy already invited for it. You know what I mean? And he was there. He took a taxi cab from I don't know where. And he got to our church. I'm like, look at this guy. He's in a wheelchair. One hand is like that. The other one, when I say, hey, how you doing? I remember last time he shake my hands. But now he just went like this because he can barely move. And he was there at our church because he wanted to preach. He wanted to preach. I tell you, let's go to the Bible. Let's let's go to Matthew chapter four, verse eighteen and nineteen. Tell your neighbor the choice is yours. Tell your neighbor the choice is yours. It's funny, we are living our life, we are doing our business, we're doing, and I mean, your pastor, Pastor John is an example of uh, of what I'm going to say, what I'm going to preach today. Uh, He was doing his business, he's a businessman, he was doing all the stuff, he was making money, he was doing all the stuff, and then suddenly, God called him. God called him and he dropped everything just to follow him. This is, this is, I mean, in 20, 23, 24 years that we have as experienced pastor in a church, we know one thing for sure. You don't have problems with the demons. You don't have problems with the devil, right? You say to the devil, get out of here. You go to the disease and you go, hey, cast you out. And then but you have problems with people. <laughs> now, just between you and I, we have problems with our leaders. Oh, of course, that doesn't happen in this church. That doesn't happen in this church. But people, we have problems. Do you know that Jesus never had any problems with any demons when he went and cast somebody, when he uh, uh, devils out of somebody's body? The devil never says, I want to go and do whatever you want. Never. But when he saying, John, Apostle John, not John. And he sent it to preach the gospel. He says, and they didn't believe the city they went to, they did not believe. John says, do you want us to pray? And, 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 and fire is going to come down from heaven. It's going to destroy. Do you want us to do that? And Jesus goes like, what? <laughs> I just want you to go there and Preach and tell him, you know. Uh, he never had problems with 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 the demon. Uh, uh, can we put that Bible in the in right here? Oh, there, 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 there. Okay, okay. Uh, tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. We're going for a ride. Fasten your seatbelt. Put your helmet. These Mexicans don't know how to drive. <laughs> you can ask my wife about it. And people ask, ask my wife and says, how do you do it? 
he seems like he can drive a little bit. She goes, I close my eyes and I pray and pray. <laughs> Matthew 4.18. And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brothers. Repeat after me. Two brothers. Okay, these guys are not screaming. These guys are not. That, that, okay, uh, repeat after me. Two brothers. Two brothers. Okay, a little bit. No, 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 no. Just decide only. Repeat after me. Two brothers. Two brothers. Okay, I think these guys are more noisy. Repeat after me. Two brothers. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think so. They got the coffee. They got the coffee. They saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother. Casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. They, then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Wow. Can you give God a hand? Why would I applaud? Why would I do that? Because God. Jesus can change what you are into what he wants you to be. You, you know what I mean? He, 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 you are like minding your own business. You are like walking, thinking, man, I got to feed my family. I got to go out there and, and fish a lot. And then suddenly you have this encounter, this visitation from Jesus. Ah, Jesus. If you, if you pay attention, the first word, the first two words is in Jesus. In Jesus. Repeat after me. In Jesus. Jesus. See, see, if you want something to happen into your life, you first gotta look up to Jesus. If you first want something to happen into your sons, into your daughters, into your husband, your wife, your family, you have to look up into what? Jesus. Jesus. You gotta, you gotta get Jesus into your house first. Jesus was minding his own business too. He was, he was, I think he was getting ready to, to do his thing. I'm so glad Jesus did his thing. I'm so glad he came down from heaven. See, 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 you have to, I know you guys are very smart. I mean, look at your pastor, okay? Uh, um, Why are you laughing? Do they know something I don't know? He seems to be pretty normal to me. I don't know what I was saying now. <laughs> Amen. Um, Jesus was doing his thing, and then he came. He came down. Jesus, he didn't have to come down. He didn't have to come down. He didn't have to do any of this. It, it, he is the King of Kings. He was in his throne. He was sitting in his throne. He was looking at everything. He, he, he probably talking to his father, the Holy Spirit. We need to do something. We need to do something. And even God has to, has to move, had to do something. 
He, he came down from, oh, there's a light there. Oh, oh, okay. There's another one there. Okay. Only six feet to move? People? I have to jump? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Even God has to, had to do something unimaginable. Even God had to do something that is gonna, that, that cost him. Salvation had a price. Preaching the gospel has a price. Healing has a price. A heavy price. One time I was with my wife at the border. We were coming back from church and this guy, how many of you have gone to Tijuana? Wow. What about the other half? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of criminals. <laughs> so I was coming back, and you know how uh, there's a lot of people selling stuff out there and selling pictures and, and idols and stuff like that. And this guy was walking with, his cro- with a big cross, with a big cross. And I look at him, and you know, they're just looking at you. And I look at him, and he goes like, ah, money. And he ran over, and he said, you want to see it? I'm like, no, 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 no. I just, I just glance at it. You know, I don't want to see it. He says, really? I said, no, no, I don't want it. And then I keep on driving, and he was following me. You know, these guys are something else. And so, and so I was driving and driving and driving, and he says, and he says, I'll say you a cheap Christ. I sell you this very cheap. This is a cheap Christ. Ooh, I want to get out of the car and slap him. But then I remember I was a pastor, and then I'm like, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like a cheap Christ? Because a lot of people are thinking that the gospel is cheap. I don't have to do anything. He did it all for me. But there's so much we can do. I tell you, neighbor, neighbor. Tell them, tell them, neighbor. There's so much we can do. See, these guys were, were minding his own business, their own business. They weren't going to, they were going to work because sometimes in life you have to work. I tell you, neighbor. They're talking to you. Don't hide. I tell you, neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Get to work. <laughs> go to work. <laughs> a lot of people are like, I need to go to work. I got my mama or my dad. <laughs> no, you do have to go to work. They were going to work. And then, and then who, who saw them? Who saw them first? Peter and Andrew saw Jesus? Or Jesus saw them first? Jesus saw them first, right? He saw them and it's like... Wow, he saw Peter and he's like, whoa, this guy, this guy is going to fight for my life and he's never going to deny me. He's going to fight for me so hard that I'm going to be protected with this fisherman. Is that what Jesus thought? No. Jesus saw Peter and I'm like, ooh, they got a net. And then he saw, he saw Andrew, his brother. <laughs> Why did it have to involve the family in it? You know? 
don't you know churches where the brother is this, the other brother is that, the son is this, the rest is that? Jesus did it first. Jesus did it first. And then he, he got his brother, and, and, and then he said, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Will you, will you, will you go to the sea, and will you throw the net if you were not a fisherman? No. Of course they were fishermen. I don't know what is your profession. I, 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 I've been working for the, pub, for the public defender's office as a clerk for, I don't know, 20-something years. I can't remember how many years. My wife has been working for the UCSD Medical Center for over 35 years. I don't know. We all do something in life, right? We all do something in life. But when, when, when God calls us, when Jesus calls us to do something, we... We don't stop doing that stuff anymore. We don't stop. Uh, our job is so easy nowadays. Our job is just, you know, do you guys have trucks? Trucks? Like, no more? Thank God to Facebook. Uh, to Facebook. <laughs> Thank God for Facebook. No. Yes? Yes. Now you can preach. In Facebook, too. But this is what I mean. This is what I wanted to convey. What I want to convey is, is you don't need to leave your work unless you have a strong calling for a ministry. You don't have to, to stop being, like, for example, I've been a pastor for 23 years, but I've still be, been working full time from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. I don't stop doing what I'm doing. I, at first, I was like a little bit jealous, you know. It's like, especially when I met Brother John, I'm like, look at this guy. He's not even working. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, not like that. Not like that. Not like that. He's working in the ministry. He's by faith. You get it. You get it. Right? I'm like, why do I have to work? <laughs> and God says, well, you want a pension, don't you? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So, sorry, brother. He, he's like, you're not coming back anymore. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Second time around, that's it. And, and, and so, why, why, uh, can we go into the next, into the next verse? Then he said to them, they, oh, tell your neighbor, this is, this is, this is tough. Tell your neighbor, this is, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. They immediately, they immediately left their nets and what? And follow him. I don't know if this is your first time here, but you can do the same thing too. I tell you what, I recommend you that if you do that today, if you do that today, you will not regret it. If you follow Jesus today, if you decide, I, 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 I got to do something. Because everybody believes in something. I got to believe in something. I, I recommend you, Jesus. Believe in Jesus. I said believe in Jesus. I said believe in God. I admire these people who surround themselves, they tape themselves with explosive belts. 
What unbelievable faith they have. They put a belt with explosives. They put their belt. I'm like, oh, we know who did it. I'm like, how do you know? There's no way you can even have DNA samples from an explosion like that. These people have faith in their God. They, their strong faith makes them do a lot of stuff that we will not do. Many times we don't even say the word Jesus or God at work anymore. Do you remember those eight years that we had with these other people when they were kicking God out of their, I mean, we kicked God out of their schools. Now shootings here, shootings there, shootings everywhere. And they said, what is God? What is God when all these things are happening? Well, we'll kick him out of the schools. What do you expect? A lot of people just, just you got to follow Jesus. You got to say something. You got you to gotta do something. I'm not, I'm not shaming you, but I'm giving you the power. When we went over there, I was still thinking about it. I have so many different ideas. And, 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 but one of the guys says, no, 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 no. What you have in your mind, the f-. and he mentioned the word follow. Follow. Say it. He told me, say it. He told me, preach it. It's good to follow. But it's good to tell somebody about Jesus. What do you do? Oh, I go to other place. Oh, if you only knew the peace I get when I go there. If you only knew what God does in my life when I go to GP, GPCF, right? GPCF to the gathering place. GPCF. Is that? Huh? Okay. No fellowship. Okay, let's go then. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm almost done. Really. You know, pastors, they're big liars. They're telling you, I'm almost done. I'm almost. One minute, one minute. Five minutes later, they're still doing, going at it. Hey, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Uh, one more minute. One more minute. I'm like, you're lying. Low, down, and dirty. Stand up. Can I ask the worshiping team to come up here? What you're doing at your job It's not your true calling. For 99% of you guys, I understand that somebody has to support the ministry. Can we sing the song, Open the Doors of Heaven, I think it was? Open the Doors? No, no, no. Uh, the song you sing today? Open the Doors? Uh, which one? Yes, 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 yes. Yes. 
the true calling is the true calling was more than being a fisherman for for Simon and Peter more than living in the status quo more than being laborers workers white collars blue collars but in the moment they had a choice to make they could either you can too you can stay in what it seems to be safe Say, you can stay there and say, I'll support this ministry. And that is excellent. That is great. But I think you can do more than that. I think you can, you can tell somebody about Jesus. Just tell him what he did for you. Just tell somebody what he did for you. There's no excuses, no buts, small or big ones. Remember the guy who lived in the cemetery? He, Jesus asked him, he said, what's your name? And he says, my name is Legion. Remember? Remember him? God, Jesus, free him, heal him, liberate him. Of course he wanted to follow Jesus. Of course he wanted to be with him. He wanted to feel safe. He felt safe, Jesus. But Jesus says, no. I'm going to send you to Decapolis. I'm going to send you to ten cities. This guy didn't go to Bible school. This guy didn't go to any CCU, California Christian University. Was he afraid of leaving Jesus? Of course he was. Of course he was. But he was obedient to the call. Would you be obedient to your call? I am absolutely sure Pastor John has been teaching you about God's calling for your life. I'm not saying anything new. We can stand up. I'm not saying anything new. I'm pretty sure he has said it before. This is just a confirmation to go out there and do what you can do for God. After what he did for you. As you Make the rain. Open the doors of heaven. Oh, the doors of heaven. 
about himself, but I'm going to do it for just a moment, and we're going to have to go get your kids. The children's workers love me when I let you guys out on time. Um, so this message is about follow your calling, and when God called Mario uh, to pastor a church, there was nobody there. It was just a little building, right? And your first congregation was your wife, your daughter, and your son. That was it. That was his congregation. That's where he started. And yet he said yes, and he followed the Lord. And now you have your doctorate in ministry, right? What, what's your doctorate in? 
in theology. So he goes from being a nothing, pretty much. This is what we do when we drive for hundreds of miles. We just harass each other. It's hilarious. And he starts from zero, and now his church is just thriving. He helps oversee all these churches throughout Mexico. He's got his doctorate in theology. He just followed one step at a time. And he's, I think, the only, well, he's maybe the only Christian within a 100-mile radius of his work environment. And he just stands for Jesus in the midst of a hostile environment every day at work. He just won't quit. And the last thing I want to say is talk about healing testimony. You'll see these little little dimples right here. He wasn't creative with them. Um, what happened, Mario? What did Jesus do? You push it until it turns green like your shirt. Is it green or is it blue? Light blue. Green? Teal. Ah, okay. Tell, tell them what happened. Um, I had an accident, a <clears throat> uh, car accident. I was driving, I fell asleep. I went down a bridge and I broke my neck. And uh, three vertebras were dislocated. I lost my neck too. It was compressed. It was compressed. And uh, 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 I thought it was something easy, you know. I'm like, ah, I'd probably pull a muscle or something. But then I started to lose movement in my hands. I felt numbness in my hands, my arms, my legs. And then I started to lose control. And so I told my wife, she picked me up from a friend's house. And I said, I think you've got to take me to the hospital. And I went to the hospital. He's, all, he's also quick. Yeah. When she took me to the hospital, they did those uh, MRIs and CT scans and everything. And they go like, your neck is broken. Three vertebrae are dislocated. And we're going to try to pull it. They did something that is called traction, I think. So they tried to pull my neck out, but it didn't work out. You can tell. And so they they did surgery. They they opened up the back of my neck, and they by hand pulled the the uh, vertebrae. The vertebrae. Uh, uh, they put them together, and, and thank God I'm walking and I'm yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so they put some something that is called I, I don't know how it's called a halo. Have you seen people with halos? Halos, yoga. I was in a taco stand in Mexico. You know there is not many taco stands in Mexico. So I was there, and this little kid was looking at me <laughs> like that. And and you know, father, this is hey, don't, don't stare, don't stare. And he goes like, I want one like that. I want one like that. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. And so they put one screw here, one screw on the other side, four. And, uh, but uh, I always like to talk about Jesus' love and Jesus' healing. Amen. Uh, I know I've been through a lot of stuff, uh, but that's why I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Jesus can do it. Yeah. I don't know what is your problem. But Jesus can do it. He can fix it. Yes. He can. He can fix the broken one. Yeah. He, he loves the broken ones. When something is impossible, he just loves it. It's like, ah, oh, I can do this. 
when you need a miracle, he says, I love miracles. So reach your hands out to Mario. Let's pray for our missionary to Mexico. Thank you so much for Mario and Esther Hernandez, Lord. Thank you that they are a gift to this house. They are an extension of this ministry. This apostle, this prophet, this pastor, this teacher, this evangelist, Lord. He has a mix of all these giftings. We bless him from this house in your mighty name, Lord. We pray that hundreds and hundreds of people all throughout Mexico come to Jesus because of Mario and Esther's ministry. Esther, can you come up real quick? We're going to pray for you as well. Come on up here next to Mario because without you, he's a total failure. Come on. It's you, it's you that has caused all of his successes. Mario is a mighty, uh, Esther is a mighty preacher. She's a writer. She's uh, been preaching in churches throughout Mexico as well. Don't shake your head no. Are you preaching? Yes, you are. Is she preaching? To me. Uh, Lord, we bless, we bless Mario and Esther. We bless them from this house, Lord. Thank you for the precious, precious couple. The gift they are to us, the gift they are to uh, the country of Mexico, all those churches down there, their their own congregation. We bless them from this house, Lord. We pray an increase of your anointing, an increase of energy. That's what I pray. That's what I'm getting from the Holy Spirit. An increase of energy. Don't say I'm getting old. Don't say that. Say that. I can do all things through Christ who is strengthening me. You have a lot of fruitfulness ahead of you. You have the divine energy of God flowing through you. You have His protection, His provision, His guidance. Follow your calling and continue to bear massive fruit for Jesus. And everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Amen. Prayer teams, please come down front. We're going to pray for the sick down here. Any other needs you have? If you've never given your life to Christ, come down front. We're going to pray for you. God bless you. Go be the salt light of the world. Cause living my life so wild and free Finally caught